Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast for today. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or feedback, please let us know. Uh, you can contact us on any one of the social networks that you're looking at. Otherwise, you can contact us there uh, at our, on our website, on my email, or the phone number if you wish to call. With that said, we're going to continue on part two of marriage, divorce, and remarriage. And uh, we're going to look at some scriptures today. Um, let's start out by just laying the, the foundation. During the time of the Lord Jesus, divorce and remarriage were rampant. And various factions taught that a man could put his, a wife, put his wife away for as insignificant a reason as cooking his supper wrong. So they came to the Lord Jesus and asked him what reason can a man divorce his wife? Matthew 19, 3-9. Let's read. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let, no, let not man put asunder. They say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and put, put her away? He saith unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put his wife, put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. So Jesus here takes a strict scriptural line. He informs them the only true reason a man can divorce his wife is if she has committed fornication. And fornication speaks of sex outside of marriage. There's no other lawful reason for divorce. He also adds that to this thought and states that those who are divorced for any reason besides fornication and are remarried are guilty of adultery. Notice that the Lord Jesus does not mention anything about a woman divorcing her husband and being remarried. It only speaks of the woman being unable to it only speaks of the woman being unable to remarry. Let's look at what Brother Branham says in the sermon, Marriage and Divorce. See, she has got a living husband, so no man can marry her. Care what she does and who she is, she's got a living husband. There's no grounds for her at all. But it's not for him, causes her, not him, get it? You have to make the word run in continuity. See, nothing saying he couldn't, but she can't. See, causes her, not him. That's exactly what the Bible says causes her. It's not stated against him to remarry, but her. Why? Christ in the type. Notice, it is stated that he cannot remarry only a virgin. He can remarry. He can. He can remarry again if it's a virgin, but he can't marry somebody else's wife. No, indeedy. And if he does marry a divorced woman, he is living in adultery. I don't care who he is. The Bible said, whosoever remarrieth. Whosoever marrieth her that is put away liveth in adultery. There you are. Not no divorces. See that original back there from the beginning now? Remarrying. Now notice, he can, but she can't. 
like David, like Solomon, like the continuity of the whole Bible. Now, same as David and the rest of them. Now, you notice in 1 Corinthians 7.10, notice Paul commands the wife, that is, that divorces her husband to remain single or be reconciled, not to remarry. She must remain single or to be reconciled back to her husband. She cannot remarry. She must remain single. But notice, he never said that about the man. See, you can't make the word lie from the beginning. The sex law by polygamy. Now the word of God runs true with nature, runs in continuity. And continue on, reading from marriage and divorce. But to get this marriage and divorce straightened out so that you would know which was right and which was wrong. Now he plainly shows here in these types, there is one Christ and many members of that wife. Notice, he can put a put us away for spiritual fornications and false doctrine anytime he wants to, but how dare you try to put him away and make it. The man can put away his wife and marry another one, but not the woman. Put away her husband and marry another one. See all the shadows and types there perfectly balanced up. See the original creation, not by the byproduct, nowhere, not the church, the bride through the word, not the woman, the man each time. That's why it never says anything against the man doing it. It's all the woman. It's always the woman. That's exactly. So notice in Romans 7, 2-3, Paul again references the wife, not the husband. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she, is, she be married to another, she shall be called an adulteress. But if the, her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no longer an adulteress, though she be married to another man. Paul repeats this same language in 1 Corinthians 7, 10 and 11. And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. So we see there the woman is a type of the church. The church cannot put away Christ, but Christ can put the church away when she commits spiritual fornication against him. Ephesians 5.23, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Notice again, the Lord Jesus gives the stipulation of fornication for divorce, and he again references the man only. Matthew 5.32, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced commits adultery. Here is a little different context of the question and answer in the Gospel of Mark. And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For, unto them, for the hardness of your heart he wrote you this precept. From the beginning of the creation God made them male and female. For this cause... Shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh? So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. And in the house his disciples asked him again of the same matter. And he saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another commits adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. Here the Lord Jesus doesn't make any stipulation for divorce. He simply says, if either party divorces and remarries, they're committing adultery. Whereas in both spots, Matthew, in Matthew, he gives fornication as a reason for divorce 
and specifically states that the man causes the woman to commit adultery if he divorces her and she is remarried. Adding a detail to this, we have the situation where a woman has married a man whom, whom she lied to, having committed fornication prior to getting married. From Questions and Answers in 1955, 1959, a woman came not long ago and she said, Oh, I've confessed all that. She was nervous and had a breakdown and said, I've confessed all that to God. I said, you have to confess it to your husband. It wasn't God you committed adultery against. It was your husband. That's right. And if a man marries a woman and she has lived unclean before she marries him and then she comes to him, if they've been married ever so long and then she comes to him and says, Honey, I want to tell you something. I did run out with another man. I never told you. Jesus said he had a right to put her away and marry another because that they're not married in the beginning because she falsely told a lie to him. So there we see several situations, and I want to just clarify there. We're not to divorce and remarry. Not only that, but we are to forgive and we're to love. So if, if our spouse were to commit adultery against us, yes, we do have the right as as uh, as a man, you have the right to to divorce, and then later remarry, if you so choose. However, number one, that would disqualify you from ministry. Number two is, does not the Bible teach us the principle of forgiveness, forgiving those who have wronged us? Now. If your, if your wife were to be, commit adultery and she's not repentant and she says, I don't care, you don't love me right or you don't do this, well, if she, has a, if she has a point, you need to make things right in order for her to be able to make things right. However, if, if you're, you're right in your heart, she steps out, commits adultery against you, and you confront her, she repents, you forgive her, you can move forward with her as your wife. Um, but the Bible does give us that right if she commits fornication against us, you can divorce her and you can remarry. Now to the woman, it says the only reason a woman can remarry is if her husband is dead. That's very, very clear um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 10. And 11 and Romans chapter 7 um, you know both of those both of those places it's so clear that uh, that's the case so a woman cannot remarry unless her husband's dead a man can only remarry is if is reason that he can divorce and remarry is if his wife has committed fornication so just wanted to be clear about that. This is an important teaching. God revealed it to Brother Branham. He said it's one of the revelations coming forth now that the seven seals were open. And so this is critical to understand and straighten these things out correctly. If you have questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let us know. May the Lord richly bless you.